humans. I am T. Snellen, and this is your Monday Mojo, your source for energetic alignment with the mojo that is your power, your freedom, and your most delicious life. So go ahead, grab your morning beverage of choice, and let's do it. As usual, we're going to start by checking in, taking a moment to feel, feel the body ask ourselves like what's going on within me how am i doing and stepping in front of that mirror and gazing deep into your own eyes and just getting curious getting quiet listening and connecting and as you gaze yourself in the mirror say to yourself i love you i see you i hear you You matter to me. And today I am going to do my best (laughs) to get your needs met. I'm going to attend to you. I'm going to care for you. All of that. See if you can start this conversation with yourself. Letting yourself know you care. Letting yourself know that you are going to be a priority for yourself today. And you'll start noticing, if you start taking that on, you'll start noticing a shift in how your body feels. More trust, self-trust will be present. And you'll find yourself more available, more open, more relaxed. I promise, try this out. The person that needs to show up for you is you. So start with this little check-in exercise by looking at yourself in the mirror and saying some of these kind, acknowledging, self-validating words to yourself. Okay, all right, so now that we've checked in, I wanna get into our topic for today. Now, the way we think about power is outdated, and it's really about time that we start taking a look at what it's costing us. It's costing us connection. It's costing us peace. It's costing us happiness. And so we're going to talk about a more effective model for power. But before we do that, we need to first acknowledge the model of power that we have. And let me start by defining just power itself. So power is your ability to direct or cause someone to take an action. And sometimes the someone is even ourselves. So this is how I'm defining power, the ability to direct or cause someone to take an action. Now, growing up, we had caretakers who really did their best to set us up for success in life. And there's this maybe even like like unconscious knowledge that as human beings, we have needs and they're interdependent, meaning that as social beings, we need one another in order for our needs to be met. So needs such as safety. I rely on those around me to get my need for safety met as well as myself. My needs for connection or trust or space. All of these needs have an element of connecting, of depending on those around us. Now, as very well-intentioned caretakers, they really wanted us to have some certainty 
in life to get those needs met. And so the strategy for power that we were often taught is the strategy of force. Now, force is attempting to get someone to take an action regardless of what they want. So again, notice this also can be directed towards myself. And when we attempt brute force in our lives as the strategy for power, notice that it's almost like we're, we're hitting up against a wall. There's going to be many areas where we're able to get somebody to take that action that we're wanting them to take, but it's not certain. We cannot control others. We cannot control life. We cannot control the weather. We cannot control a lot of elements in life. And so when we're taught that our power is related to or is affixed to our ability to force things out in life, notice that that's always, always, always going to leave us just behind, just like not quite able to fully achieve it simply because that's not the way life is. So if we take a look at like, what are, what are some of these skills around this strategy of force that I'm talking about? I'm talking about skills like persuasion or bribing or guilting or threatening or manipulating. And notice that as horrible as those words might sound, that this is what we've been trained in. How do I get another person to take an action such that it meets a need of mine? So even just take a look at the type of language that our parents might have used when we were young. So you're making me angry. Look, you made your mother cry. Those types of phrases are emotional manipulation, guilting somebody into something, into behaving the way that they're wanting us to behave. So these are the types of skills that we're often taught growing up, and they're based on an understanding of power through force. Now, what we discover throughout life is that the more that we utilize force, brute force, we, we attempt to control life, we attempt to control others, we recognize that that leads to things that are not so pleasant, that leads to things such as disempowerment or resentment, ignorance, polarization, and short-term results. Because I can definitely threaten somebody and if I tell somebody, you know, do this or else this bad consequence is going to happen to you, Sometimes it's very likely that they will comply. But notice that that short-term result usually isn't a long-term win for me, especially because of the damage that that can cause within the relationship. So we want to find a new way, a new approach, an updated approach that might serve us a little better than these types of results. And the idea that I want to put fourth today is that of influence. Now, when I say influence, I'm saying expressing your vision and your feelings in such a manner that it impacts the feelings and the actions of those around you. And I know, I know, like oftentimes people hear like, oh, like 
influence, like that doesn't feel like a sure thing. Notice that there's so much uncertainty. If I just express what it is that I'm caring about, it doesn't feel like a certain outcome. And so it's going to make me not want to even try it. Not like just, you know, it's not even worth my time or my energy. And so what happens is we often overestimate the power that we have to force somebody to take an action. And we underestimate the power we have to influence. And so when we overestimate our ability to control life, it leads to very sad, discouraging results. But when we're underestimating our ability to influence the world around us, we're leaving a heap of our power on the table, a heap of power that we haven't even touched, that we haven't even acknowledged. <laughs> now, I want to start talking a bit more about the skill sets that are involved in influence, because it's not just like, I'm just going to express myself and that's it. And notice, even with expression, there's there's something to that, right? So I'm talking about the skill sets that have to do with connection, with curiosity, with play, with presence, with openness, and communication, that expression element, that there is a way that we approach these elements of influence such that it increases our likelihood of influence. So just as we were unconsciously, usually, trained in the skill sets of manipulation, bribing, persuading, that sort of thing, we also now have an opportunity to develop skill sets around communication, connection, openness, play, presence, and so on. And I want to assert that when we practice and develop our these skills, the skills of influence, that they often will lead to empowerment within ourselves. Like our experience is one of feeling empowered, like I've got something that I can do about what I care about. Um, another thing is understanding between ourselves and those around us, that it can lead to acceptance, to collaboration, and to long-term results. Like what I'm caring about over time has an opportunity to grow and develop. So, we want to start getting curious about these skills. We want to start noticing where they're showing up in the world around us, because I promise you, this shift is happening. We're starting to discover it. We're starting to understand that power that influence holds. Um, something really, really simple is uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia started off as this idea where they're not paying anybody, they're not forcing anybody, they're not bribing anybody to write about all the topics, to explain, to, to give information and knowledge, but what they shared was an idea and an invitation. And there were people that were impacted in such a way that they were inspired to contribute. This is what I'm talking about. This is the power of influence. Um, with CarMax, <laughs> look at CarMax. CarMax took an industry, um, the selling of cars, and flipped it on its head so that instead of trying to manipulate a situation or, or restrict information when it came to the buyer, it now 
switched it up and said, no, we're going to have a set price and we are going to empower our customers with information. We're going to give a detailed report. We're going to provide a helpful service to be our business. <laughs> so these are some small examples of how we're starting to see the power of influence show up in the world around us. And I believe that now the opportunity to bring this power of influence into our daily lives is here. And a beautiful place to start is simply by starting to reflect on this concept, really take on this idea and see if you can start seeing evidence around you in your life and see if you can start seeing moments like raising your own self-awareness, moments when you are taking on attempting to persuade somebody, to bribe them, to threaten punishment, something like that. And I know it's ugly. I know we don't want to say like, oh, I do those things. But we do. We do it in various ways. Giving somebody the silent treatment, for example, when we're upset in our relationships and we give somebody hmm, the silent treatment, that's a form of emotional punishment. Hmm. So punishment doesn't necessarily look like a punch or, um, you know, putting somebody in jail, like punishment can look so many different ways. And so starting to really recognize where am I doing these things? Where have I built these habits and learned from old mindsets, old models that simply are outdated at this point? And where can I now start finding these opportunities to shift the way that I'm relating to my power. Okay, so I think that's like enough for us to like dip our toe to to leave you with something to mull over. And if you enjoyed this time together today, I would really like to invite you to check out the How of Happy program, which is the in-depth and interactive version of this work. We really get hands-on and I'm happy to answer all of your questions and what abouts that you have in relation to these topics. So to find out more, please visit howofhappy.com or shoot me a text with the word happy. And the number that you text the word happy to is 518 328-4773. And the message that you'll receive in response is a little welcome and a Zoom link to come check out class for free. So you can see if it's the kind of thing that meets your needs. <laughs> I'd love to get to see you there. So that's it for today. I really want to thank you for joining me this morning for your Monday Mojo. And as you go out into the wilderness that is your week, I really hope that you connect to the source of your feelings, the preciousness of your presence, and your role as creator of your life experience. Go have fun out there, and I'll see you next week.